This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. Welcome to the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story, brought to you by Belinda Audio. Listen to Belinda Audiobooks, anywhere, everywhere. Hi, this is Cheryl Arkell for the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story. We talk to authors about how they came to tell us their story. Hello, this is Cheryl Arkell from Better Reading. I'm introducing you to a new segment with Jane Tara. Hi, Jane. Hi, Cheryl. This is is crazy. Isn't this this great? Yeah, (laughs) it's probably Jane's first podcast, is it? Certainly here, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Getting to use our little booth. Yeah, we are. We're in the office in our little uh, sound booth that we had built just before COVID Mm. and now we're using. But anyway, let me tell you about this fantastic segment. We're going to talk to you about books that are out now and books that everybody's talking talking about and why they're talking about them. So it'll be Jane and I in conversation, 15 to 20 minutes. You could write in if you wanted to and tell us, email us Mm. at cheryl at betterreading.com.au. That's C-H-E-R-Y-L at betterreading.com.au and tell us what you're reading and we'll talk about it in the next podcast, right? Mm. So that could be a really fun thing to do. So bear with us and we're going to see how we go. So I will really, the whole, it came about, it was Jane's idea, of course, she comes up with everything. <laughs> I don't have any ideas. Rubbish. But anyway, it's because we've got so much to talk about and that's how we came up with it. Now, we will still be doing our regular podcast, uh, the Meet the Author podcast, which I know you all love and I love. But this will be just, you know, as I said, just a little roundup every morning. Now, the first book I'm going to talk about, Jane, is our book of the week. I love this book. Linwood Barclay and it's called Find You First. It's crime and it's a, he is really a suspense master as Stephen King would say. Do you know, I had dinner with Lynn Wood a few years ago now. That's amazing because I would love to meet him, you know. Yeah. You know, I told you that his last book, Elevator Pitch, I I actually used the stairs for months. I think you called it a weight loss book. Yeah, it's a weight loss book. <laughs> yeah, it's a thriller, but so it was you, a weight loss book. <laughs> so you know how reading is good yeah. for you. It is good for you yeah. on so many yeah. levels. What was he like? He was really lovely. Do you know, the whole thing about Meet the Author um, and pre-COVID days, Mm. uh, publishers are so good at doing that. You know, so back in the day when Lindwood could travel, um, he came to Australia, as many authors do. They tour all around the world doing press. I feel that book authors enjoy that more than movie stars because movie star junkets are just like, you know, every five minutes you're talking to somebody different. Whereas with authors, when they bring them to Australia, I'm not sure about the rest of the world, but when they're touring here in in Australia, people in the book industry, book reviewers, journalists, they get to meet them, but also readers. Mm. They take them to bookstores, they introduce them to readers, and sometimes readers will get invited to these book events. Mm. I have forever, even if I, if the author is not somebody I would read, I have always enjoyed these evenings and mm. felt so lucky to be there and to mm. be invited. Anyway, Linwood was one of them. The book is out now. It's called Find You First. It's um, an electrifying thriller in which the heirs of a dying tech millionaire are mysteriously eliminated one by one. 
Now, mm. we won't put any tech people we know on no. that list, will we? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a real page turner. It really is. And I love that story. I love, you know, hearing that you liked him as well. Mm. It's like when Michael Connolly came into the office, you know, a megastar author, and yet they're all nice, aren't they? They're just great. We have had a few duds, but mm. maybe one or two <laughs> in the five or six no, years no that we've mentioned, been here. But no only names a mentioned, but only yeah. a couple. Yeah, oh, oh, I think one. Yeah. Um, but really, I do think, you know, I'm, it, it does sound like I'm name-dropping Jane, but I'm not. Many, I, like na- I like it when you name <laughs> drop. Do you? It's just, you know, you know, dear listener out there, it's just that I've been in this industry for 30, yeah. 35 years, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it's just my day-to-day, it's just what I do. But anyway, I was at the Adelaide Writers' Festival a few years back now, maybe 10 or 15 years ago, and I was uh, talking to an author. Her name escapes me at the moment, but she was really reclusive, right? Mm. Beautiful. And Anne Wright. Anne Enright, Booker Prize winner, Mm. beautiful writer. And I was looking after Anne Enright and she was just not comfortable with doing publicity Mm. and going out and about. A lot of writers are. And she said to me one day, which was so, she said, I sit in a room day in, day out and I write. Being out on this platform is something that I'm not used to. Some authors take to it really well and really enjoy Mm. it, but it's a solitary occupation. Mm. Yeah, it really it's, it's not easy for some. You know, no. they they're introverts, yeah. and you know, and that's why that's why they choose that career. Now, Helen Fields, it was Loved super her. easy for her. Oh, wasn't she the Shadow great Man last is night. the book. Yeah. Last night we had her on Facebook Live at 8pm, mm. Australian Eastern Standard Time. She was fantastic, yeah. you know, and I could see that the readers really enjoyed her mm. and were asking terrific you questions. You can see that she's done a lot of that, a lot of yep. author events. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The book is dark, it's terrifying, it's brilliantly written and honestly, I think it's her second book, isn't it? It's not her First. She's done. She's done a series. It's her second standalone, but she's right. written a full series. So she's a you know she's been around for a while. She's got a lot of um, fans. I read that and was I think I told you I put it in the car afterwards. I was petrified. I'm not great with dark thrillers. Her writing is amazing. You know the problem with the event last night was she was so good at it mm. that I'm going to have to read her next book. Yeah. <laughs> What a problem. You know. <laughs> what a problem. <laughs> Even though it scares me. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about Lynn Howitt. Is that how you pre- pre- pronounce her name? I think it's Hewitt or Hewitt. Hewitt. Yeah. Hewitt. Yeah. Sorry, Lynn. It's called The Silent Listener. Now, the reason why I want to talk about this is because it's, it's been a preview book mm. for us. Hasn't it had the most People tremendous reaction? Mm. So for you out there that are listening, we have this program called Preview. All you need to do is subscribe to our newsletter, which is uh, just go to our website, um, Mm. betterreading.com.au and hit subscribe. It gives your email. Um, And what we do almost every week, we offer readers the chance to review a book. And the the process is that you have to register for each book you want to review. And what you do is you go onto this list and then we have what? A number, a number generator. Yeah, chooses. a number. Yeah. yeah. And if we've been given, let's say, 50 proofs by the publisher or 100 proofs, mm. then 50 of you get to re- preview a book or 100 of you get to preview a book. We have, what, about 500 people that register yes. every, at, for yeah. every so book. Yeah, so you don't get, you know, everyone, but a lot of people get these previews and it's very, very popular. 
popular. It is yeah. really popular. And then you can share your reviews on any social yep. media platform. Anyway, the silent listener, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, wow, mm. was that not exceptional, mm. the response we got yeah, to that book? Yeah, it was huge. And, I mean, you can always tell how a book is going to do once it's released by our previewers. Mm. Yeah, you see all these, like, five-star reviews and, you know, dozens and dozens of them and you go, oh, this is a big, this is a bestseller. That's well, this is why released. the publisher yeah. does it, and yeah. that's why they offer because it's yeah. good word of mouth. Yeah. And really, what's the best way to find out about a book is if a friend tells you Absolutely. about it, or if Better Reading tells you that's about right. it. That's, that's right. That's the way. Mm. Okay, we're going to talk about girl. Oh, I'm talking about everything. You we'll are. Get, we'll get to Jane oh, in a minute. I want to talk um, too. You want to talk too? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> This podcast is not all about. Well, me. you're used to doing this. I am, this is I weird. Am. We've kind of just, you know, I'm we've very pivoted. Experience. We have pivoted. pivoted is, have. Pivot is the word of the day, <laughs> and so I've pivoted, and I'm sitting in the podcast booth, and I haven't actually been in here before. There you go. Mm. Well, as I said, because it's new. But anyway, I'll do Girl A, and then we'll get on yeah. to you. Girl A, Abigail Dean. I mean, what a book. Yeah. I mean, she exceptional. So this is debut fiction. It is really. Um, it's a book that is beautifully written incredibly powerful. It's a story of redemption, horror, survival and love. It has been on the top seller list almost since release. Everybody is talking about it. It's been sold, you know, in many different languages. It was sold at auction, you know, and and I think in about 15 territories and the film rights. Yeah. Yeah. Now, maybe some of you don't know what Mm. sold at auction is and how the process Mm. works. Should we share that with people? Yeah, Yeah. it's interesting. Well, what happens when a writer has, has decided or when new writers or have decided that they're ready to reach out and have this book published, they will either go through an agent or they will go through publishers. Most go through an agent. So to find an agent, you just Google agents, literary agents in your area. So if you're in Australia, you do that. If you're in the US, etc. Anyway, Abigail Dean did do that. Mm. She got herself an agent and the way it works, the agent loved it, did a bit more work. Remember that, you know, books need to be edited. Mm-hmm. So her and the agent did, a, you know, a bit more work toing and froing. Now, if an agent takes you on, likes the book, does the work, it's not guaranteed that the book's going to sell to publishers. No. It's only step no. one of that process. Mm. Or that it's going to go to auction. Which well, is that's right. Like the ultimate thing. That's right. Yeah. So what happened was with Abigail, then that was it. Her agent took it out there, and I've done a bit of agenting. And you get it's a feeling. You send out that email, that pitch document, and if you start getting responses very quickly, you realise that there's a hype and that you've got something that's really, really special. And that's what happened with Girl A. Mm. And what happened is all the publishers wanted it. So. It had to go to auction. Yeah. That's when you've got, you know, four, five, six, seven uh, mm. publishers that want it. And so what you do is usually they do a silent auction and it goes out there. Um, now, can I tell you, for all you writers out there, to get to that situation is like winning the lottery. It's gold. It's, not, it's, gold. Mm. it's not an everyday occurrence. And it doesn't mean if that doesn't happen to you, you won't get published. There's mm. lots of ways, lots of paths to publishing. And we'll talk about this mm. on this podcast, yeah, won't we? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's enough from me. Jane, what are you reading? Well, I'm reading The 100 Years of Lenny and Margot, which, uh, is, you know, it's a beautiful book. It's a, it's a book about friendship between a 83-year-old woman and a younger girl, 
Nicole, who are both um, have they've joined an art class uh, and they've both been sort of um, struggling. Well, they're both on the terminal ward, actually, of a cancer unit. Now, what I love about this, and this I think we've seen this kind of trend in the industry over the last couple of years, is these great older female characters, mm. you know, and I love that this is a friendship between an older mm. and a younger one. Yeah. But aren't we seeing, you know, we used to be ignored. The over 50 woman was ignored for so and long. Even and even though now, they were the reader yeah, for so yeah. long. And now, no, you've got great stories, great characters who are over 50 out there and older, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a really beautiful cover on that book. It is beautiful. I'm going mm. to just describe it to you because this is a, a podcast, but it's really beautiful. It's a white book and it's got these coloured dots on it um, that, I don't know, just make you feel happy, It right? does, yeah. And it is a really good feel-good um, book, actually. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I love the title as well. Mm. Okay, all right, what else have you got? Light Seekers. Well, a couple of thrillers back to back that I've read, and I've been reading quite a few thrillers um, recently, but Light Seekers is really interesting. It's about three young students who are brutally murdered in um, a Nigerian university town and their um, killings and the killers are caught on social media. So very interesting premise and lots of kind of political twists and, you know, the whole Nigerian sort of setting and everything is fantastic. And um, yeah, I thought it was a uh, I mean, all of us in the office were kind of fighting, fighting over who was going to read it next. And who's mm. the author? Uh, this is Femi Coyote, and I really am going to have to find out how to pronounce that. Yeah. But yeah, um, because I think we're going to be hearing more from That's Femi. That's right. As and well. if you want to know more about these mm. books, obviously visit our website or Instagram, but it will also list the books in the notes of the yeah. podcast so you know what we're talking about here. Okay, what else have we got? Do, are we going to talk about uh, Norman Foreman? We are actually. Only you know, I loved this book. You know, I do it's know that. really. If you're looking for something different, and it really is different. The funny thing about Norman Foreman by Julietta Henderson is truly one of the books of the last couple of years for me. Um, such an interesting uh, character. It will charm you, make you laugh. I cried. Uh, it's it's a beautiful story about a, a young kid who has this dream with his best mate to um, do a comedy act at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and then his best mate dies and they're 12 years old. Oh. So it's about fulfilling that dream. And uh, and would you say if you liked Eleanor Oliphant, you will love absolutely. this book? Absolutely. That's what absolutely. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, did I tell you this story? I think I might have shared it with you on our Facebook Live. But, you know, as you know, I swim every day. And I got out of the pool and uh, this woman came up to me and said, are you Cheryl Arkell? Mm. And I'm like, yeah. And she said, oh, I love better reading. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's always so lovely to hear that. She said, you know, I really also loved hearing that farmer talk about his pig. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that was Todd Alexander. (laughs) And that's the book called 30,000 Bottles of Wine and a Pig Called Held Up. Well, that's the first book. And the second book is called... You've Got to Be Kidding. You've got to be kidding, mm. um, and uh, and that's out. That's a beautiful memoir, isn't it? It's really great, and it's great to have a follow up from Todd because I think so many people warmed to that first book and wanted to know what happened to them once they got set up on the property and how their lives were set up. You know, and this really is 
how did the tree change go, boys? You know, yeah. and it wasn't yeah. all golden, yeah. was it? No. no, there was lots of ups and He's downs. He's brutally honest. There's so much humour in it. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think that's it from us. I for do. Today. I think so. Thank you so much for joining us, and see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Bye, Jane. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like more information about Better Reading, follow us on Facebook or visit betterreading.com.au. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Belinda Audio. Belinda Audiobooks are available on CD and MP3 from online booksellers and bookshops everywhere. Or you can download from Audible, Google Play or the iBook Store. We've also created our own app called BorrowBox that's available from both the App Store and Google Play. All you need to do to get it working is to download the app, join your local public library, and you'll gain access to the world's best collection of e-books and e-audiobooks available for you to loan on your phone or your personal device. Belinda, we're here to enable you to escape, imagine, grow, and be inspired through the power of storytelling. Belinda Audiobooks. Anywhere. Everywhere. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.